Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me today are Susan and Virginia. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's noon Pacific. You can also download it at any time from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel or stream it from our website, semsynergy.com. We encourage you to go there, send us emails, engage. It's there for us. Uh, so you can come in, send us questions. We'll see what we can do about getting you answers on the show. Today on the show, we're talking about your audience and how to reach them. One of the very first steps, of course, in optimizing your site for search is to know who your audience is, what their keywords are. There's a lot of things in that area. With this knowledge, you can target your marketing and advertising for them. You can go out and get yourself where they will see you. What do you guys think? Well, obviously, that's true. And it's true, really, of more than search engine marketing. I think this goes back to a lot of you know, what... Uh, Matt's been saying that search engine marketers have to be internet marketers in general because it's true of any online business. You have to be where people are looking for you or no one's going to come buy from you. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's that's how it works. That's how advertising works. I have to ask the question about whether uh, what used to be true is still true. In the beginning, location, location, location was clearly a search engine. And I think it still is. But I think that we're finding other people are finding alternate channels. There's alternate homepages. I think Yahoo and Google are not necessarily homepages anymore. People have, um, you know, LinkedIn or Facebook or MySpace or other social engagement homepages. I think people may not feel as compelled to search as how you find things. I wonder how many people even start on their homepage anymore. I mean, with session managers and stuff like that in browsers now, you just go back to the last page you were on. There is no, I'm back at my homepage, unless you have a reason to click the button to go back to your homepage. I know I haven't seen my homepage in weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Just because, you know, it's something that I set up, but it's sort of just a, if for some reason I had no session, all right, this is a pretty inoffensive page to start on and move on. So I really think that we're seeing a lot of picking up where you left off instead. And at that point, you're in a totally different part of the cycle, you know, than you might expect them to be. Well, if the online community is an extension of your desk, the work you're going to resume is the most important work. You don't want to have to start over every time. Yeah. So, um, but at at a level of reaching a targeted audience... The only way our website can reach our targeted audience is to have information that is engaging and to put our website or our message or ourselves uh, in front of our audience. One of the best places to try to do that, I think, right now, you know, you're talking about where is your audience and your audience is going to social media. And I've been interested by watching how 
companies are trying to play in the social space right now, you know, like testing the waters. And, and I don't think anyone's really hit a home run yet, but certainly there's experimentation going on. Yeah, there are definitely companies out there that are really leveraging social media well. Like you said, I don't know that anyone has made themselves entirely through uh, social media, but there are definitely companies that have done a really great job. Um, Handbag Planet, when they launched back in October or November, you know, did that promotion on Twitter and got lots and lots of buzz off of that. Um, last month, Michael Gray talked about how Dell made a million dollars through Twitter. You know, they would post a discount code and people would go and buy something directly from the website right from Twitter. Hey, a million dollars is nothing to sneeze at even if you're Dell, right? Sure. So, I mean, there there are people who are leveraging it. I don't know that there's anyone who's perfected it yet, but it's definitely coming along. Well, there's a lot of other channels. I mean, uh, don't forget, word of mouth is still there. People still see billboards. People still see banner ads even uh, yeah. on, on websites. But offline things happen. Side of the bus, um, movie marquees. I mean, there's a lot of ways that branding and message and involvement can occur other than doing something through pay-per-click or search-type management programs. Uh, I think targeting your audience really depends on figuring out where they're going to be. I mean, you know, yes, you can put it on the side of a bus, but if your clientele is, you know upper middle class, you're not going to drive your bus through, you know, the most rural part of town because they're or the, not rural part of town, but like, you know, you're not going to drive it through a very rural location in the country because chances are the people who are going to be coming into your Saks Fifth Avenues or something like that, not going to be living in that area. It's you know. Well, that happens. Uh, now, online, I mean, you also have to consider... How do I get in front of my target audience? If my target audience, uh, I'm 17 Magazine, and I sell to you know 17-year-old females, and I'm targeting 90210, how do I get there? I mean, a, a, billboard, a billboard in that area will work from that point of view, but how do I do it online? And I think... Fundamentally, I think that's one of the questions we're going to be facing in 2009. I mean, how do we reach a behavioral-based, intent-driven, local search-impacted target market? Yeah. Because if we can't do that, why are we doing it? I, I also think, by the way, if you were to take 100 marketers, put them in the room and say, what's the one best way to reach people? How do you target people? What is your best way? You're going to get 50 answers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's all appropriate based upon the product, or it's all appropriate based upon the geographic zone, or it's all appropriate based upon a budget. Well, and there are a lot of other things, you know, to look at. Just, I mean, obviously, when you're doing it yourself and trying to suss this out, you're going to be looking at your keyword research in, in order to drive this. You're going to be looking at your demographics to drive this. You're going to be looking at your audience's attitudes and where they come in in the buying cycle. And all of these different things play into it. It's not just, you know, we we always talk about, you know, choosing the right keywords. But choosing the right keywords is only step, like, one of 80. You know, there's so many other factors that play into it. Before we wrap this up, I just wanted to also mention that, you know, from what I've seen, PPC has gone leaps and bounds as far as segmentation and, um, and day partying and, and being able to really reach the people that you're looking for in a location at the right time. Yeah. 
And um, But anyway, it's time for us to take a break. Stick around. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com. Specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management, topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to thousands of subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO-ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at ArticleSender.com. That's ArticleSender.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. The Shoe Money Show. Ring on the bling. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. Trying to crank in the cash. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia, and I'm here with Scott Skernick, the Executive Director of SEO and User Insight at Edmunds.com. Thanks for coming on the show, Scott. No problem, Virginia. Today, we have been talking about targeting your audience and collecting user demographic data. And as the head of SEO and user insight at a successful website in a very competitive industry, I thought you'd have some great insight for us. Absolutely. So um, I know the key to targeting your uh, campaign is to be where people are looking, to be where they're going to be, but how do you figure that out, and where do you go to get there online? Well, I mean, when you look at the highest level of segmentation, um, we have people that are in car or in market to purchase a vehicle, which is what Edmunds is for, Edmunds.com, and you have to understand that people are only in uh, purchasing mode, you know, every, every few years. Um, so you have to make sure that you're going to be in front of them. Now, obviously, um, men and women, when they're looking for a car online, a lot of times they're searching the same way. But what we like to do is before they actually get down to the make-model level or when they find out what type of a car they want, we're um, trying to target people, um, whether they're, um, if they're younger, we have a young driver's guide 
Um, if it's a if it's a female who has a family, we have a woman and family car guide uh, for people who are more on in, into uh, envir- environmental friendly vehicles. We have a green car guide, so we try to get information for all the different segments that are out there. Oh, that's cool. So it's like you're preparing them for the the buying stage, but you're trying to be there to help that guide them to there, and you're making it you're segmenting them down pretty well too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we try to get them, um, you know, prior to, uh, like I said, before they know which vehicle they actually want, we try to give them as much information possible so they can make an informed decision. Um, once they figure out, you know, what vehicle they want, whether it's a sedan, whether it's a minivan, whether it's a coupe, um, you know, obviously we have all the relevant information on all the different make models, but there is a lot of variation in vehicles um, depending on, you know, the demographic that you're trying to target. So we do, we do try to offer as much information as possible. Um, so... But how are they getting to the site in the first place? Is the place to be still search, or are you looking at other um, channels online now? No, currently, you know, most of our online marketing revolves around search, whether it's paid um, or organic. You know, we, we do have, um, we, we have dabbled in display advertising and a few other um, channels, but for the most part, we are a very search-heavy company. Um, you know, obviously, I'm in charge of the SEO segment, um, and we do, you know, I have a colleague who's in charge of um, paid search and display advertising. But for the most part, I would say we're very search heavy. Okay. So, you know, we don't put have- all of our eggs in one basket, but for the most part, um, you know, I'd say without search, you know, we, um, we save a lot of money by investing heavily in SEO. Let's put it that way. Have you, has your company or you been involved in any projects um, exploring the social networking space? Yeah, we, we are on Facebook, um, we're on Twitter, um, you know, we do, we do a, f- a few things in LinkedIn. But for the most part, you know, we, we do have some pages on Facebook. Um, you know, unfortunately, I think that the, for the segment that we're in, or the industry that we're in, um, there isn't a lot that you can do with the Facebooks out there. Um, we are trying to get a little more into Twitter. Um, I'm a pretty heavy Twitty, Twitter user, um, and we, we, do, we do try to interact with our audience via Twitter, um, whether it's at auto shows or when we're um, when we're test driving cars, um, or whether it's just via Twitter feed, you know, putting out our new our new, our new articles uh, to all of our followers. As far as Twitter goes, are you setting up like individuals who are in charge of being that kind of liaison, or is it just everyone is a advocate for the brand? Um, no, there are definitely a few people in the company who are responsible for Twitter. Um, you know, as far as for admins, we have one individual, um, and then for Inside Line, we have another, um, and they're pretty much posting on behalf of the company. Okay. But I'd say we're still in the very early stages of Twitter. Um, you know, I think Twitter is, it's a, it's a great tool. It just takes a while for people to get on board within the company because it's, it's not a traditional marketing channel. Um, and until, you know, it, it did take me a while to really understand Twitter. Once I did, I love it. But I think the people within the company have to go through that same process of understanding. And, you know, there's definitely a lot of companies that are using Twitter uh, the right way, and I try to use them as benchmarks. Yeah, that's a good, good example. Do you have any um, that come to the top of your head? Well, I, you know, Zappos, JetBlue. Um, okay, the Southwest big ones. Airlines. You know, there's, there's a lot. And, you know, when you're on Twitter more and more and you see that people are, um, you know, whether they've got customer service inquiries, uh, whether they have complaints, and you see the representatives from the company getting back to them right away. You know, I think it's just a great way to build 
a very close relationship with your closest users, and those are the ones that you really want to form the bonds with, you know, the ones that are going to go out and promote your brand. Um, how do you know if you're targeting the right um, segment? I know that, obviously, with your company, you can know a green buyer guide is going to go for the the people, it seems a little more direct correlation, but have you ever experienced something where like you're targeting an audience and then maybe it's not the right one to be targeting? How do you well, test for you that? Know, again, we, we do try to target um, with the different guides that we have, you know, wh- whether it is the women's guide or the young driver's guide, we do try to people get in, we try to get people in the side door via those channels. But for the most part, we're very dependent or we're very, um, we, we go after people who are doing make model searches. So whether it's a Honda Odyssey or a 2009 Honda Odyssey, those are the people that we're really targeting because those are the people who are, you know, we view as being in market to purchase a vehicle. And you have to understand that we, you know, we earn our money via display advertising and through leads. So, you know, for us, we want to get people to the site who ultimately might fill out a lead form um, or who are, going, who are in the, the, the research mode who are going to, you know, be looking at 10, 12, 15 pages so we can uh, monetize on them that way. So, you know, we do try to get people who are seriously in market um, to the admin site. And, you know, through these, through these guides and the other blogs that we have, um, you know, we just like people to come in and make sh- give them the information so that they can make an informed decision when they are ready to purchase a vehicle. So you- you know, it, it's it's a little more difficult than you know going out and um, you know people who are looking to purchase a DVD player or a large screen TV. Um, but you know we do try to get them at that make model level because that we feel that that's the sweet spot. Aha! Uh-huh. Have you ever tried um, uh, creating a persona? Is that something you would recommend? Uh, can you? What do you mean by that? Um, like developing a profile for your ideal purchaser. Well, we we definitely have created uh, you know personas in the past, um, and I think that's where a lot of these guides have come out because you know um, you know you have soccer moms, you have people who are more into sports cars. Um, so we do try to create you know content that is relevant to each of the different segments. Um, you know, ultimately when they when they're looking for um, when they're looking at a particular vehicle, I think most people are um, looking for, you know, I don't want to say the same information, but they're looking for a lot of the same factors. Um, you know, when you do get down to the level, um, you know, you, we have faceted search on our site, so you can look for cars that have Bluetooth, or you can look for cars that have, you know, uh, a certain amount of leg room, or how, you know, how many pieces of luggage can fit in the trunk. Um, so, you know, we have gone through, and we've looked at the different type of people who are visiting the site, and we've and we've tried to ask them what they're looking for in a vehicle, and that way we try to make sure that all that information is available at some level on the site. And do you do that through, like, surveys, or how do you, oh, we, how we do, do, you do that? user testing. Okay. Um, and then does admins do any offline marketing? Um, we have dabbled in offline marketing, but, um, you know, right, right now with the economy, um, you know, we're really putting our, our marketing dollars where we think they make the most sense. And that is obviously in in search. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, so. we've we've just we've been doing search both both paid and SEO for such a long time that we think that we really have it down to, um, you know, we we have it at a level where we're very comfortable with it and we do it very profitably. So you know, we we, we pretty much stick to that. And, you know, I think in different times, 
Um, you know, you have liberties to do to do different things, but right now, you know, we're we're pretty much sticking with search. And I imagine that will become a trend in other industries as well. With yeah, economy. absolutely. You know, I, I mean, I've I've been working in 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 search for for a long time, and and I've been through a, a few different waves, um, and I think it's coming back now to where people are becoming more heavily, you know, invested or interested in, in, in search and SEO in particular. Um, you know, we've had an SEO department for, for a very long time, um, and fortunately we have uh, our, the owner of the company in, it believes heavily in SEO. Um, you know, I'd say he's, you know, he's just been behind SEO from the get-go, so that makes it pretty easy for me to be able to get a lot of the things implemented, but uh, I would imagine that right now a lot of companies are going to be putting a lot more dollars into SEO. It seems to be working. You're quite a success story. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're very fortunate. Thank you for coming on the show, Scott. Absolutely. Anytime. Um, you mentioned that you're on Twitter. Is there any, would you want to share that uh, so people it's, can uh, maybe uh, learn Kernick, more from uh, it's, it's mostly personal information, personal uh, oh, tweets, okay. not, not, not too many things that are related with the company. What about Edmonds? Uh, that's about it. Uh, what about Edmonds? Do, is it just Edmonds uh, on Twitter? Yeah, it's it's Edmonds, and then we do have for car enthusiasts, we have inside line underscore com. All right, stick around. In the next segment, we'll take a look uh, at collecting user demographic info. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are your domains locked to the max? If not, your online brand presence and your entire online business could be at risk from Internet thieves. Imagine the damage that you and your company would suffer if control of your domain was lost. Protect all of your valuable domains with MaxLock. From Moniker, your domain asset management specialist. With MaxLock, even if your email accounts are hacked and your passwords are stolen, your domains are protected in your Moniker account. Transfer your domains to Moniker today, powered by MaxLock, delivering maximum protection for your domains. Find out more at Moniker.com slash MaxLock. Have a good weekend, Andy. See Andy. Hey, Jim, why are all the coders leaving so early? Doesn't your department have a deadline of, like, midnight or something? Me and my staff are here all night. I saved money on my staffing budget by outsourcing a lot of work to Offshoring.com. I told them I needed a coder, and they sent me profiles fast. My staff just filled in the little details, and now we're having margarita night. Offshoring.com. Fast and expensive. Excellent and on time. Offshoring.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Social Networking Now, Wednesdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the conferences channel under Social Networking Conference, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. 
Welcome back to SEM Synergy. We've dedicated today's show to the users, our customers, clients, and the people who use our sites. At the beginning of the show, we talked a little bit about targeting your site and your content to your target audience. But even before that, you have to know who your audience is. We thought we'd take a look at how to collect demographic information about your users so that you can apply it and actually, you know, reach your target audience. That sounds important. I mean, what if you're... um working on false pretenses like you think you know who your audience is well yeah people do that all the time you know they say oh my audience is just like me and you know sometimes you're right and sometimes you know you're completely off base and your actual core audience is someone you never expected and you're not going to know that unless you actually dig in and do some demographic research right and some of the ways that you can do that for instance are to create those awesome javascript um uh Questionnaires that come onto sites sometimes when you visit pages. Yeah, those little pop-ups. I mean, asking is definitely, you know, a great way to get information. Just, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Or even doing little polls on your site. You know, people don't think anything of answering, like, a question or two. You know, little things like, you know, oh, I prefer red or blue. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, you know, a a fun vote. And they'll vote, and then you find out more information about your audience just you know, based on a stupid little question. And if you change the question often enough and enough people answer, you start getting a picture of who's at your site. I think that covers a good point. Like, you can make it so that they don't even feel like they're working. I hate when I get to sites and it's like, will you fill out a survey for us? And I'm like, sure, okay, I'll help you out. And then I get stuck in, like, 20 questions, and I'm like, no, no, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah, But if you break it down and make them little questions and then also make them fun or entertaining in some way then well, yeah and give them a reward at the end of it i mean if they've taken this survey for you give them a coupon code i mean or, how hard is that or an ipod or an ipod <laughs> yeah if they took if they take the 40 question uh survey give them a chance to, yeah. to get an ipod if it's a 40 question survey i mean that's a, a pretty big burden yeah I'd say that's the least you can do oh yeah i five questions is enough to get a snapshot and again if you do this often enough and they take enough little questions you'll eventually get a site well i mean for a lot of for a lot of sites collecting demographic information is one of the core actions it's one of the kind of conversions that they're trying to do in the first place and it's really important when you're doing any kind of um action like a conversion um using that kind of information trying to gather stuff in forms that you test um you want to get the least amount of data in that kind of demographic gathering process as you can because if it's too much it has to be just right and i see you giving me that little scowl has to be just the right amount of data because you ask too many questions then people won't even bother to fill out the form right so get the least amount that you can get away with to add value for you Mm -hmm. yeah definitely i i also think though that there are ways to do it that aren't you know directly asking i mean that's obviously way number one when they tell you themselves then you know it for sure but you can also do other kinds of demographic research. Microsoft Ad Center, for example, has great keyword demographics. I mean, just they're absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, it's Microsoft. They've got a ton of demographic data based around what sort of people do what sort of searches on what sort of keywords. And you can use all of that information to say, oh, the people who are looking for this in conjunction with looking for this are all this sort of person. They're all 16-year-old girls you know, with cell phones. And, I mean, that's a huge piece of information to know. And wouldn't it be great if you could get that, like, right on your toolbar? Right, which, of course, the SEM toolbar will do. But I don't know that anybody else has that integrated. Nope. That's going to be a big win for somebody out there. Somebody? (laughs) (laughs) I think they know by now that we put out the SEM toolbar. 
free for IE and Firefox. <laughs> um, what else haven't we covered? Oh, web server logs. There's there's some data that you can get out of that. Yeah. Well, combining your web server logs and just your analytics with people coming in and seeing what keywords are bringing them in, going back and correlating that to the keyword demographics, you know, and that'll give you a, a great way to, to target people. The other great way to do it, obviously, is creating a persona and actually walking them through the site and seeing how they're going to react. And are you turning off the very people that you're looking for? Now, when you say creating a persona, I mean, I thought it was just this, like, you put together this hypothetical person. They, yes, but, I mean, it's more like you create, I mean, you don't create a hypothetical person. You create a person who represents your users but is an individual. So it's not just all of our users are in this particular category. So you don't say, this is Bob, he's 20 to 40 years old. You say, this is Bob, he's 33, he has this job, and he likes this, he doesn't like this, and you get very specific about it so that it's, not, it's a useful tool because people aren't statistics, right? They, they have these little quirks. And so you really can't decide how your site's going to work until you see an actual person or persona using it and figuring out, you know, oh, I thought, you know, people in this age range usually like this sort of thing. But my particular persona, when I actually put him through it, he hated it. But how do you put them through it? Um, well, you hire analytics experts and, uh. and usability experts for that because I actually couldn't do it. But I mean, there are a lot of marketing companies out there that are doing great things with personas. Sure. I mean, you can run focus groups and bring people right in and watch them use yeah. your site. Yeah. Use real people, which is better than creating a persona. Yeah. And if you can't afford to hire focus groups, you can even grab your friends or strangers off the street. Mm-hmm. But don't do it yourself. Because no. you're not going to get any new information from running yourself through your site. <laughs> you designed it. Um, you're not going to know. You're not going to get any better insights from it. And also, if you have a brick and mortar location, then you know people that are coming wandering in there. You can. Yeah, that's true. The people who are looking for you in the real world will also be looking for you online. So that's it for this week's show. But come back next week if you have any questions. We'd love to hear from you at SEM Synergy at bruceclay.com and check out SEMSynergy.com for info on this week's guests and topics and to listen to archives of the show. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.